Here comes the, here comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really worry like This podcast is brought to you in association with Recovery, the natural choice for rugby recovery. You're sore, you're low on gas, and life has a habit of getting in the way when it comes to doing all those little extras you need to do to recover properly. Going into game day knowing your body's in the best condition possible is the goal. Your next performance depends on it. Well, Recovery has you covered. Recovery is reinventing rugby recovery. Check out their range of all-natural products with prices that range from as little as £7 to be budget-friendly for all shoppers. You can find them on Instagram at recovery or head to recovery.com or simply click the link in the description to take you straight to their website. For an extra bonus, if you use the code DROPGOAL in all capitals, you'll receive a brilliant 10% off discount on all of your purchases. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Drop Goal Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we have a highly appreciated name from the Wheelchair Rugby League world. He's a man leading his team and showing just how inclusive our sport is. It's the man himself, Stephen Jones. Welcome to the podcast, mate. How are we? Not too bad at all. Thanks, Steve. How are you? I'm doing good, mate. Uh, I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today. Uh, and we'll have a good chat about Wheelchair Rugby League because maybe a few people out there might not have uh, heard about Wheelchair Rugby League and today hopefully you can uh, enlighten them uh, and give them a bit of your knowledge about the game, mate. Uh, So we'll jump straight into it if you're happy to. Uh, First of all, let's jump straight into it. Like I said, for anyone listening who may not know uh, your name and what you're involved in, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do for the sport of Wheelchair Rugby League? As you said, I'm Steve Jones. I'm the current head coach for North Wales Crusaders Wheelchair. Now, this is a mouthful now. Our official title is Wheelchair North Wales Crusaders Wheelchair Rugby League and Disability Sports Association. Right. Basically, we're a charity that was set up to help fund our club. Mm-hmm. North Wales Crusaders Wheelchair Rugby League Club. I'm also one of the trustees for them as well. Yeah. And for my sins, I'm also the head coach of the Welsh national team. Okay. Um, 2019, I was named Wheelchair Rugby League head coach. Right. By the RFL, and our club actually took the title of Club of the Year in the same year. So. We're doing something right somewhere. Not sure what it is, but we're doing it. <laughs> Indeed, mate. You can't get much better than that. Club of the Year, Coach of the Year, mate. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you seem like you're having a good time uh, over at the North Wales Crusaders Rugby League team. Uh, so, first of all, I've taken a look at the recent results. Uh, unfortunately, the games didn't really go the way of the Crusaders. Uh, but it's good, obviously, to get playing some rugby. Uh, there was a fight back in the Leeds game, uh, I believe, in which the Crusaders did add 20 points onto the score uh, before the Hooter, but uh, the the game really didn't go to plan, uh, and Leeds won that, as well as new team uh, Leyland, uh, they they also won. Um, as a coach now, uh, how will you reflect on these results, and how will you pick out the positives from both games in order to improve for future games? To be honest, the positives are easy to pick out from all the games of the weekend, from all three of our clubs. Yeah. Or teams, rather. And that was purely, we were back in the chair playing. Mm. It's been over 400 days since we last had competitive games until the weekend. 
and Leeds League champions, Leyland, one of the strongest teams in the country at the moment. Right. Even though they only just recently returned to formal fixtures. Yeah. So we knew going into them, we were going to be up for potential hiding. Yeah. And yeah. when you look, we only had seven players available for the game. Mm. Um. It was a long day because of the new format. It's two one-hour games in the same day, and we were back-to-back. Yeah. So, Leyland, they just come at us relentlessly, and straight from the get-go, we knew we were going to be in trouble with them. And then Leeds, similar thing, but Mm. we did start to rally a bit then. We sort of brushed the rust off ourselves and got back to it because... Yeah. Yeah. One of the issues we've had as well, because the return to training has been di- totally different in Wales, we've only had a couple of training sessions back. Right. Uh, I'm not making excuses. We knew no. it was going to be hard. But when you're talking, for some of them, it was almost like starting again from scratch. Yeah. It's been that long since. And I know for well between Super League and the various championship games that went on the weekend, we weren't the only team. Exactly, mate. But yeah. Fair play to Leyland and Leeds. They were the better teams on the day, but a lot of positives come from it. Yeah. We did manage to, as you say, put 20 points on Leeds at one stage and answered. So, mm. unfortunately, we left it a bit too late to rally ourselves. But yeah. It happens. Yeah. Well, you're obviously doing something right, mate, if you can put a point on the scoreboard. Uh, so I've seen a few videos on YouTube after looking into the game and how the contact side of things work. Uh, and they really do give it their all uh, when it comes to the game, which is brilliant. Uh, so I've I've looked up and apparently this sport used to be known as Murder Ball. Uh, can you explain a little bit about this and uh, maybe why it had that nickname? Now, that is the popular misconception everyone's got. Okay. We are not Murder Ball, never have been. Right. Murder ball was a version of a sport that was from Canada and America, which has ah. now been sort of brought under the banner of rugby union. So it's now called yeah. wheelchair rugby. Okay. We are a pure version of rugby league. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyone who watches rugby league will recognize it straight away. Right. Were you a rugby ball? Passes yeah, yeah, yeah. have to go backwards, tries are worth four, conversions are worth two, penalties two, drop goals one. So murder ball, it's a totally different version. They use a round ball, whereas we okay. use a proper rugby ball. Mm. Um, we have six tackles, but rather than trying to throw somebody on the floor, which is a bit difficult in the chair, even though yeah. we've got some maniacs who'd like to try that, yeah, we yeah. go with the tagging system. So Pull a tag off your opponent's shoulder. That's mm-hmm. tackle one. Again, you get the six. And then usually on the fifth, you'll do a kick if you haven't scored. And kicking for us is literally a closed fist, making contact with the ball anywhere from your fist. So it's from there yeah. to your elbow, and you kick it straight up. Right. Rubber kicks, the bombs, mm. long-distance kicks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Kicking with conversions and penalties, we use a different form of kicking team. Yeah. Which yeah. is 
level with the height of your main pushing wheels. Okay. So you have different size tees because you've got players with 24, 25, 26 inch wheels. Mm, mm. And the other main difference is purely because of the size of the holes we use or pitches. Yeah. We're only having uh, five players on at any one time. Okay. But we still play two 40 minute halves, mm-hmm. 10, 12 substitutions, two referees. So you watch our version, you watch rugby league, and straight away it's, whoa, yeah, that is rugby league. Yeah, it's exactly. Cute. Yeah. Not what ours is. Yeah. Whereas the likes of murder ball, it's a round ball, it's chucking all yeah, directions. Yeah. Right. That's more like a contact basketball. Yeah. That's okay. not taking nothing away from that sport though either. Yeah, definitely, mate. Uh so obviously, yeah, like you said, it's a common misconception, but they do really go for it. Uh which is a good thing because it shows oh, uh no matter if you've got disabilities or anything, rugby league is an inclusive sport and it's it's um at the moment it's being made into ways where anyone can get involved, uh and ev- anyone can play the game, which is really good. Um so as a wheelchair coach, you must think how you can broaden the game uh, and get it more known publicly. Uh, what inspired you to become a wheelchair rugby league coach? Um, well, how I actually started, I used to coach a junior team in the Wrexham area. Right. And it was a gentleman called Matt Pritchard who was um, the lead development officer for North Wales. Okay. Who, uh, Wales League. He was putting a team together. I was invited to go along to just have a look at it. And mm. um, sat in a chair. I thought, oh, I can play this game myself now because I couldn't yeah. play the running game anymore because mm-hmm. of my illnesses. Yeah. Um, just fell in love with it. Um, joined the club as a player. Okay. Um, then about six months in, I was asked if I fancied helping out with a bit of coaching. Mm. So I was assistant coach and then took over from the head coach and never looked back. And there we go, mate. Wales job as well. Yes, mate. And uh, look where you are now. Like you said, Wales job, head coach at uh, Wheelchair Rugby League. You never look back, mate. Uh, But I do want to speak about when you're a player, because like you said, it it wasn't for the longest amount of time, uh, but it still was a good stint uh, of playing Wheelchair Rugby League. What's it like transitioning from uh, a Wheelchair Rugby League coach, uh, a wheelchair player, sorry, to a coach, but also before that, uh, you mentioned you played a little bit, not maybe professionally, but a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, running rugby league, so to say. How do those transitions affect you and how do you adapt to, to play those games? Um, it's not that difficult to adapt, really, because right. at the end of the day, you're still playing rugby, so all yeah, the yeah, basic yeah. ball handling skills and how you read the game and everything are identical. Mm. The only thing you've got to work out then is the chair-based skills. Yeah. Which, that's just purely practice and being willing to be knocked out of the chair a few times yeah. and ripping your hands to pieces with blisters. Indeed. Um, it's not that big a change. I've known, well, we've got a couple of players with us now at the club and at Wales who play running game as well as the wheelchair version. Right, okay. So, because the beauty with the wheelchair version is it is fully inclusive. Yeah. You don't have to have a disability to play. Ah, okay. And it's a great leveller. Um, we've got, well, I've done it myself. I play 
my son's a player. Okay. Uh, we've got my grandson used to play. Yeah. We've got another gentleman plays for us um, in his 60s, and his grandson also plays. Right, okay. And they play on the same team, not against each other. Yeah. And they yeah. knock seven bells out of each other sometimes. <laughs> yeah. 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 We've got husband and wives playing together, partners playing together. Yeah. And um, as long as when you're in a competition match, that you have three disabled to two able bodies yeah. ratio on the course, doesn't make no difference whatsoever. Right, um, okay. There's a lad now, Jack Brown, plays for England. He's just moved to Australia. Yeah. Won the uh, world's best player in 2019. He's not disabled. Right, okay. But there's others who were really chomping at his heels for that title who are. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't make a lot of difference. No, it doesn't, mate. And it's like that just shows uh, that wheelchair rugby league and the sport as a whole is just inclusive. Anyone can get involved. Anyone can play. Uh, and I was going to ask about that because obviously you've just brung up that uh, you don't have to have a disability to play. Uh, so can anyone just come along and say, uh, I want a trial, I want to have a go? How do you get involved with Wheelchair Rugby League? Um, go on the RFL or the Wales Rugby League website, find your local club, mm-hmm. um, look it up on Facebook, Google search, anything. Right. Find where it is, contact them. And like with Crusaders, you just turn up, we'll have a quick chat with you, yeah. take you to a sports chair, which we supply, <coughs> and give you the, usually if it's the first time you've ever sat in a sports chair, mm. I'll put one of the more experienced players with you for half an hour or so, yeah. just to get yeah. used to how you move about in the chair and how you play the game, mm. and then we just join in. Yeah. And the players then have a choice. They can come, keep coming, just do it for fitness if they want. They can keep coming and playing just the club level. Or mm-hmm. the pathway is there, and it's a well-established pathway for Crusaders, especially into international level. Yeah. So at yeah. the moment, I think we stand uh, supplying Wales alone with about 15 players through uh, since 2003. Right. So we're not doing badly. We're no, doing that's somewhere. that's an impressive number, mate. It really is. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's good to hear that anyone can get involved with the sport because uh, it's what we need in the game. Uh, inclusive, uh, inclusiveness is, is everything. And whoever yeah. wants to get involved can get involved with Wheelchair League, which is brilliant. Uh, so you did mention before that uh, the contact side is now uh, with tags on your shoulders, uh, I think you said. Uh, wheelchair League is a tough sport. Uh, what are the main differences when it comes to the physical demands uh, compared to the standard game? Because obviously, uh, wheelchair players are using their arms quite a bit more because, uh, you know, move their wheelchairs around. So how does that differ uh, from the standard rugby league? Um, well, you've just said yourself, standard rugby league, you're using your legs. So that's yeah. the most prominent muscle using, whereas in our version, it's shoulders and arms. Mm. Um you do need quite a bit of core strength as well. Well, you don't need it, but it helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you get some players who can throw their chairs around the court without touching the wheels. Right, okay. Uh, just by moving their hips. It's yeah. an acquired skill. Good chair, good player. Surprising what they can do. Mm. But, yeah, it's mainly having good upper bot, well, shoulder and arm strength. But 
it's the technique and pushing the chair as well. Yeah, yeah. Knowing, like I always tell my players, put your hands at 12 o'clock or 5 to 12 on the wheel, take it down to quarter past, and then bring your hands straight back to the top. But as you push, you mm. lean into the push as well. Yeah. It gives you a bit more speed. Plus, if you've got a ball sitting on your knee, as you push into it, your body's holding that ball in place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it sounds brilliant, mate. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, I, I will have to try it, mate. Because uh, like it's, it's inclusive, so I can get involved if I want to. That's that's the beauty of it. Um, yeah. So, uh, like you said, I think you said before, there's only five players uh, on on a team that start now uh, on on yeah. the field or the hall. Uh, what what positions are there that compare to uh, standard rugby league? Because obviously, there's a fewer amount of players. Do we have fullbacks? Do we have halves? Like, what what positions are more more common in in the wheelchair world? Wheelchair, of course, you've got your centre, and yep. then you've got your two wings. Yeah. And then um, the other two positions, we class them, and a lot of clubs do as inside centres. Right. Some class them as another, whatever the terminology, it differs from club to club, mm. coach to coach. But we always say centre, two inside centres, two wings. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so can shift them chairs to ridiculous speed. yeah i bet they can mate um so uh you know in in standard rugby league um you know to score a try you put you run through the sticks or in the in goal area put the ball yeah. down uh how do you score score points and uh, a tries in wheelchair is it the same or do you just have to uh move your wheelchair into an area you know how how does that side of the game work right well, there's two ways of scoring a try, and it depends purely on the person. Okay. Now, we have players which we class as limited movement ones, mm. which have either got some sort of spinal or upper body impairment or an issue with reaching the floor from their yep. wheelchair. Okay. But your standard scoring position is you cross the try line in your wheelchair, mm -hmm. you've got the ball in your hand, and you tap it onto the floor. Okay, so similar to similar normal to rugby league then, yeah. Uh, yeah, but if you're a limited movement player, you tap it on the top of your wheel. Okay. Now, if you ever watch a game, you'll know straight away the limited movement. Yeah. Because they'll have some form of armband on as well as the shirt. Right. Usually um, high-vis colour or a lot will use like maybe a black duct tape or silver duct tape. Mm. It's just so you can notice them. And it's the same with the play the ball. Right. A wheelchair, a normal wheelchair player taps the floor and passes the ball, whereas a limited movement one taps their wheel and mm. then passes the ball back. Okay. So the scoring principle is the same. Get over the line, get the yeah. ball on the floor and ground it. Yeah, definitely, and mate. It's four points the same. Yeah. And then, like I was saying earlier, you then have your conversion which is off a kick and see, which is similar height to your top of your main push wheel. Yeah, yeah. Ball sits on the top and it's punted over with the post fits. Mm, definitely, mate. Uh, so that, that sounds like a, a good a good game and it's, it's been designed in a way where everyone can get involved uh, depending if they have a disability, if they don't. Uh, like you said, um, there's different ways you can score a try uh, depending on if you're not able to reach the floor, like you said, which is brilliant for the game. 
because uh, like like I've mentioned many times, it gets more people involved, which is absolutely brilliant. Uh, so and for that's the not what sorry, go on. Do. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. What we're indeed. To do. Get bombs in seats. And yeah, yeah. This year is a really special one for us. Okay. Because we've got our rugby league World Cup. Yes, mate. Yeah, and that has actually been classed on the same card this time as mm. the men's and the women's. Yeah, it has. It's not a separate festival like it has been in the past. Mm. We're part of the main tournaments. Yeah. Players are being paid for taking part. Something yeah. that's never happened before. It's actually being televised. Right. Okay. It's never happened in the past. Yeah. Um, I know. We can just go on. Yeah. Uh, the Super League games were on uh, the My League app. Yeah, First they were. First time ever we've been televised mm. and not the club hands film it themselves and put it out. Mm. Um, next, later this month, England take on Wales in a one-day international. Right. In Sheffield, that's been televised by the BBC. Oh, First that time, is brilliant, brilliant. First time man. a major broadcaster has shown serious interest. Yeah. And what it's doing for the sport is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. This year alone, there's two brand new Welsh teams starting. Mm-hmm. In England, I believe there's something like five or six new teams just starting up. From Brilliant, start. mate. Brilliant. And it's all on the back of the World Cup funding and publicity yeah. from the World Cup. So yeah. it's great for us in all round. Yeah, it is brilliant, mate. Uh, and it's brilliant step forward uh, for the wheelchair rugby league community. Uh, and that actually yep. brings me on nicely to the World Cup, which I was about to speak about. Uh, so the upcoming World Cup, I think it's the first time uh, wheelchair rugby league has been involved with uh, the men's game and the women's team uh, at the same time as one big festival, like you said. Yeah. Um, what are the teams to look out for in this World Cup, I've got to ask? Well, you've got to be looking out for France straight away. Okay. Unfortunately, they're in the same group as Wales, so yeah. <laughs> we're not looking forward to that, but no. they are ranked number one in, uh, are they number one? Yeah, number one in the world. Yeah. They've got, they're the current title holders of the World Cup from 2017. Yeah. So they're going to be the main ones. Then, of course, you've got the arch rivals, England. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got Wales, France and England with the top three ranked teams in the world at the moment okay wales coming in third so in our group there's going to be us france spain they were a good team from when we played them before yeah uh usa fairly new team coming in mm. scotland we've played them no end of times and we're playing them next weekend right in the okay Celtic Cup tournaments mm. then you've got other newcomers like Norway. Um, of course, there's Australia coming over now. They've been in the great position. They've been back training for months. Right. Unlike okay. all the teams in this country. And some of the stuff we're seeing coming from Australia with the matches they're playing, mm. they're going to be a good contender yeah. this time as well. Yeah. I think they only have ever lost one World Cup final so far in wheelchair. Right. Or rather, not attended one. So yeah. it's going to be a good game with them as well. Definitely, mate. There's a, a few teams to look out for, mate. 
uh, and it sounds like the game is just growing and growing and growing, which is it's just yeah. world class. We've got teams from Spain, France, Australia, America. It's brilliant, mate. It's uh, it's definitely yeah. what the sport needed. Um, but we can't speak about teams to look out for without speaking about top class players to look out for. Is there anyone that you're looking out for? To are you tipping anyone to have a, a class performance this World Cup? Well, straight away, your mind's got to go to uh, Jack Brown of England if he's playing. Okay. Um, 2019 Player of the Year winner of the Golden Boot Award. First yeah. time ever it was done for wheelchair. Mm -hmm. So he's got to be the one to watch. Um, yeah. You've got a lot. Lad also plays for England, Seb. He's okay. another good lad to watch. Got yeah. a couple of great Australians coming over. Mm. Um, mm. Wells, one of them. Really great lad, quite humble, yeah. but get him on the court and he's a great player. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be honest, international-wise, you've got to be wary of all of them. Mm. If you don't treat them players with respect when you're on the court, they will run rampant around you. Yeah, yeah. They'll run through, straight over you, straight through you, knock you flying. Yeah, definitely, mate. That's that's it. You've got to show respect on the court because uh, oh, yeah. everyone's uh, everyone's putting their their bodies on the lines uh, in these wheelchairs and giving it their best, which is uh, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so you did mention earlier on uh, you were a wheelchair rugby league coach of the year. Uh, which is brilliant, mate. Congratulations on that. Uh, run us through how getting that award felt and how it gave confidence to you and the team for upcoming seasons. Well, when I found out I'd even been nominated for it, it was, um, well, why? I'm not yeah. doing nothing special. I'm looking after my club, the mm. country. I just want to grow the sport. And then, unfortunately, the night of the uh, awards, I wasn't able to go there because I have prior commitments in Cardiff. Yeah, yeah. And when I got the message, say I'd won it, I was sitting in the bar and I was gobsmacked, which yeah, is not yeah. normal for me. And I'm thinking, well, why have I got it over others? I know more deserving mm. than the coaches from Leeds, Leyland, Scotland, anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just leave the powers that be, saw something they liked, which I don't know. You don't <laughs> always see it in yourself, but other mm. people do. Yeah, and then yeah. when I found out as well, straight after that, we won Club of the Year as well. Mm. I think I was more made up with that one. Yeah, yeah, because it reflected all the players what they put into it. Yeah, because like I said after when I was asked about it, I said, "Yeah, but there's only one reason I got made Club of the uh, Coach of the Year, mm -hmm. and that's purely the players I've got. Yeah, it wasn't them." I yeah, wouldn't be where yeah. I am, so yeah. a lot of it is down to the players and the mentality of them and the fact that, yeah, I've got disability, so what? Mm. Let's get on with it and show us what we're capable of like. So yeah. you need your players to be able to get the accolades yourself. You do, mate. And uh, you mentioned Club of the Year. What was that like? Like you said, brilliant, brilliant, uh, brilliant for the club. Club of the Year. Uh, it's one of the best achievements a club can get, surely, mate. Run us through that. Oh, sure. I couldn't believe it when we got it because we were expecting it to go to the likes of one of the other big Super League teams. Yeah. Possibly Leeds or Halifax. And when it was announced we got it, again, I was gobsmacked. But mm. I thought, no, actually, 
our players deserve that. They turn up week yeah, in, week yeah. out, put their bodies on the line. But more importantly, they have fun doing it as well. So yeah, to win that, and then two months later, we actually won the uh, Parasports UK and Association Materials, I think it is, yeah. uh, Club of the Month Award. Oh, brilliant. Or uh, April. So that was another great achievement back-to-back. Yeah, and again, yeah. that was purely down to the players, that was. Indeed, mate. Uh, it sounds like uh, everyone at the club, uh, including yourself and the players, just love being a part of the game, uh, which is, is brilliant, mate. Uh, it's good to hear. Uh, so you and the wheelchair lads uh, have a few fixtures coming up soon, and ladies, sorry, I must say. Uh, how are you preparing for those, and uh, are we expecting a win for the upcoming games? Right, well, we've got um, the Championship Trophy and Cup back yeah. with Fred this weekend coming. Okay. Uh, Super League team are involved in that with right. all the other Super League clubs. Yeah. And also um, mixed Championship team mm-hmm. we've got is involved in that as well. Yeah, and then we're actually off for a couple of weeks then. Yeah, uh, because of internationals, and then the season kicks off again. Right, and um, towards the end of June, I think it is, mm-hmm. and all three of our teams are back in action then. So we're looking to turn the results from last weekend around nicely. Indeed, mate, uh, and I'm rooting for the Crusaders. They're definitely my wheelchair team now, mate. Um, so uh, I'll be looking forward to tuning in and uh, let's let's uh, hope for a good few wins uh, for the Crusaders in the upcoming games. Um, so as a coach, you're in charge of the players' well-beings, etc. Uh, and with risk assessments uh, and stuff like that, how does it get sorted as being in a wheelchair, uh, in a wheelchair playing the sport, not to take away from any of the players because they're all top class? Uh, but for anyone, you, maybe you can't do as much as, as you'd like to do. Uh, not involved in wheelchair, but uh, outside of the game as well. Uh, so how do we determine if a player may need a rest or is injured uh, when in when in wheelchair rugby league? Well, unfortunately, like most versions of rugby, you can't believe a player. Okay. They'll tell you they're feeling fine when their arms hanging off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the same across all. Yeah. It's just basically you get to know your players, you know what they're capable of. Mm. You can see it in their faces sometimes. They might be flagging a bit, yeah. going, getting a bit red in the face. It's just getting to know them and knowing what they're capable of so you can see if something's not right. And if you think something's wrong, just pull them off, give them a yeah. break, yeah. talk to them. Yeah. At the end of the day, I don't care what version of rugby you're playing, your player welfare has got to be your priority. Definitely, mate. Um, Definitely. The easiest way to get to know your players is sit down, talk to them. Yeah, and that's what a coach is uh, all about, make isn't sure it? Yeah. Know, make sure they know that there's nothing wrong with them to come off because you're winded or shattered after 10 yeah. minutes. Yeah. So, well, some of the best players only do 10 minutes stints. Exactly. And then go back out. So. It's just drumming it into them that there's nothing wrong with coming off and having a break. Indeed, indeed, but mate. I 
unfortunately, we do have the added addition that you have people's medical conditions. Yeah. So we're fully aware, or as a coach, I'm fully aware, mm. and the first aid staff have each person's medical condition yeah. and the limitations that may put on them. So we're always constantly watching and monitoring and talking to them yeah. to make sure that they're fine and giving them all the rest period they need. Definitely, mate, and that's what a coach is all about. Like one you said, of them yeah. chairs is hard to rack. It, it Especially is. Indoors, we know yeah, it. yeah, definitely, mate. Uh, some wise words there. Uh, so, as a community, uh, every, and everyone involved with rugby league, where it's the men's game, uh, the women's game, the PDRL game, the wheelchair game, uh, the learning, uh, the learning disability game, any of the games, we all must come together and support one another because uh, that's what we are—a tight knit community—and that's what we do. Uh, what can the community do to help improve the sport as a whole, not just wheelchair, but as a whole? Get behind us. Yes. Yeah. If there's a game, go and support it. Mm. But support it in the right method. Yeah. If your kid's playing and he makes a mistake, still cheer him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, the referees will get things wrong, so don't go, I know it's easier said than yeah. done something. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. go screaming at the refs, mm. calling them out for it, but mm. let's just support our players, support our yeah. match officials, support the clubs. Yeah, definitely. A lot of clubs now are only just starting back, and a lot still haven't been allowed fans, so mm. a lot are struggling. Yeah, so yeah. Just go along. Right, I'm a fan, what can I do to help? Yeah, yeah, get oh, involved, get involved. involved. Yeah. You'll get... be surprised how many clubs need volunteers still. If only for putting a pair of boots on or a pair of trainers on and running a trace of water across the field. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so just offering something like that or helping yeah, yeah. put the pitch together mm. or putting the kit away at the end. Yeah. That's all us clubs want half the time. Just somebody who'd say, Here, you lot have just done that for us, entertain the streets and means we'll put these away for you. Yeah, definitely. Get That's behind your teams. Yeah, support support your support. clubs. Yeah, that's it, yeah. mate. Give your clubs support. If you're a fan, get down if you can watch. If uh, if you can watch, go and watch. You know, just give the clubs a bit of support because that's what they need. Uh, and with that, those wise words, mate. Uh, that is the end of the podcast today. Uh, but before we finish off, uh, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to say to people in the community uh, community who want to get involved with wheelchair rugby league but don't really know where to start? Easiest way. NFL website or do a, as I said earlier, an internet search, find your local club, mm. get in touch with them, and I'll tell you now, they'll be more than happy for you to come along, put your bum in a chair and have a go. I know yeah. two weeks' time there's one in Cardiff, right. a new club, Cardiff Blue Dragons. Mm. Um, they're doing an open taster. Torvane Tigers in Wales have only just set up. Yeah. So they're after players. Most of the English clubs are up players, so just have a route, find your nearest one, yeah. phone them up, talk to them, or just turn up and have a go. You'll there never go. regret it. Indeed, mate. So get involved if you can, guys. Uh, it's a brilliant sport to be around. Uh, and with that, uh, we will be finishing the podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure having you, mate. Uh, it's, you've got some uh, brilliant rugby league knowledge, and uh, I'm just glad you could come on and share your story uh, involved with wheelchair rugby league. It's been brilliant, mate. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming on once again. My pleasure, Steve. And anything that helps grow the sport, I'm always happy to. That's it, mate. Thank you, mate. All right, cheers, buddy. Thank you.
Thanks again to our podcast partner, Recovery, for sponsoring today's episode. Head over to recovery.com to check out their range of all natural products. And remember to use the code DROPGOAL in all capitals, no space, at checkout for 10% off your order. Here comes the... Here comes the... Here comes the... Y'all don't really worry like... Here comes the... Here comes the... Here comes the... Y'all don't...